0: Welcome to Hair Blazers, the podcast where we share how you can disrupt the beauty industry, starting with your chair and your salon. Every week we discuss topics ranging from hiring stylists to the latest technology that will take your business to the next curve. My name is Colleen Lamarand. I'm the Director of Education for the Verde Salon Group here in Winnipeg, Canada.
1: And I'm Naomi. I'm the Marketing Manager for the Verde Salon Group and for the Avadence to Winnipeg.
2: And I'm Roberto Sinopoli, owner of Verde Salon Group and the Aviate Institute Winnipeg. And we're your hosts.
1: So today we're going to be discussing why every stylist should be a content creator. So this is uh, something that's very near and dear to my heart. And, you know, I just want to start out with kind of a basic definition of like, what is a content creator really? So the way that I look at it is, you know, consistent, intentional content that's for an audience so whether that's a hair posting hair photos consistently whether that's a stylist who's posting tips and education for other stylists whatever that looks like um and that can be somebody in a completely different industry you know it's just content that is consistent has some some thought and some um intention behind it and that's going out to you know, a, a more specific audience than everyone on the planet. You know, more is more in terms of viewership, but definitely not every single person on the planet is going to be a potential customer
0: or listener or whatever it is, so. Yeah, I never realized like when I first started the industry how important content creation was. I feel, I mean, I'm also a little older, so it wasn't the most popular thing before. Um, however, I've really learned like in the past few years, how much of a difference it can make for like your business and then for, for each stylist, I say for your business, but every stylist, like you are your own business. So your business, yourself, marketing, uh, using content creation, does amazing
2: things.
1: Yeah, your chair is your business and the way that you ensure a long and successful career for yourself is by having guests in that chair. You know, that's the most important thing. Everything else, you know, whether you're looking at like your pre-book or your average ticket, whatever it is, whatever your metrics are, those things depend on having a guest in your chair. And that's something that you need first before anything else. And, you know, I think the reason a lot of people have for not necessarily engaging in content is I don't have time. I don't have energy. Ooh, I don't cares. have X, Y, Z. Oh. So I think, I I'm think. Actually,
2: I think I'm speaking to that at our next staff meeting. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> you are. I kind of talked a little bit about it this morning, but I'll save it. I'll I can't it. wait, I can't wait.
1: Yeah, it's like, I think for a lot of people, they have this idea of like, you know, why should I invest my time in content creation? Or why should I invest my time on social media? Why should I spend my time and energy on this thing when, you know, maybe my chair is already full? whatever that whatever that situation is but social media has the best organic reach the number one way that you can get in front of new eyes is on social media that's where people are that's where people are going to be engaging that's where people are spending their time and social media is free you know are you going to pay thousands of dollars for a billboard for people to you know see it for maybe five seconds as they drive by, or are you going to create content, which is free to get in front of people's eyes? You know, it's an extremely accessible way to get yourself out there and create a brand. And I think too, that it's like people don't realize the power of these platforms, people are actually turning to like TikTok and social media channels as search engines, you know, that kind of started out with like YouTube, hence like Google and YouTube being together. But it's like, people are literally using TikTok to like search things. People aren't going to Google anymore. Yeah. You know?
2: TikTok's become the new Google for millennials. Is I think I read that article somewhere.
1: Probably Gen Z and millennials. There you go. You know, it's just like, it's, it's got a massive amount of power and... You know, even just looking at TikTok, TikTok, TikTok has totally transformed the way that people show up on social media. Like, if you asked me three years ago, can you imagine putting out, like, four pieces of video content today? I would say, what are you talking about? That's crazy, you know?
2: Well, for the record, I think you laughed at me when I said that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you laughed at me when I said, TikTok, we have to be on it. There's, there's no doubt. And I, I think the reality here is social media is not going away. No. Web2 has completely changed how we communicate with one another and that's not going away anytime soon. And the longer you wait to get on it, the longer you wait to start creating content, I think the further you put yourself behind.
0: I feel like it can be very overwhelming. Like just thinking for myself, a lot of the words that you're saying, um, I've become accustomed to hearing them, but I think a lot of people who are either a little bit older or brand new to it and are terrified of it, like what are some like the basic places for them to start so it's not too overwhelming?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. So, why don't I use like TikTok as an example? I mean, creating an account is fairly straightforward. I've done that. It's it's your first place to start, <laughs> and honestly, you can even look up a help article if you're not entirely sure how to do it or if you get stuck. And, you know, creating an account is probably the the easiest thing you to do you can do. And then the next thing to do is start seeing what's out there. Start watching content. Start noticing what you find interesting and you find engaging personally because probably you know if you're looking to bring in new guests probably people who are going to come and be your guests are going to find a similar sort of thing engaging and interesting so go out there watch content you know read captions see what you personally are you know finding like resonance with and actually engaging in, in are interested in and then from there what you can do is you can kind of start either like find a super basic tutorial for like how to make a TikTok. if you're really you know not super um acclimatized to social there's media there's tons of information there's out there. so much information tons. out there there's so much informa- information out there i bet you if you like youtube like how to make a TikTok video there's probably like millions of tutorials at this point. Um, but for the most part, these platforms are also very user friendly. They're, they're pretty intuitive, especially if you're um, a smartphone user and somebody who has used other platforms like Instagram um, or even Facebook, like it is, it is quite intuitive. Um, you know, it's like you can even just get started with like clicking on an audio that you like clicking the use audio button and then getting started with that. trying to film something with it, you know, playing around with the different features, even just like, you know, filming something, even just a shot of whatever, and then just kind of going through all the buttons, taking a look at all the different features. Um, and yeah, like it can be overwhelming, but if you say, okay, I'm going to film a video of me talking about something and I'm going to add a little bit of text on the screen. That's pretty like, Basic. Basic. Yeah. Like you don't need a ton of tech skills to be able to do these Doesn't things. Doesn't need to
2: be overcomplicated. Does
1: not need to be overcomplicated. And here's the thing, even though like Gen Z was the first, you know, kind of wave of people to really embrace TikTok and use TikTok really frequently, um, even before it was TikTok, it's like, even though that was the generation of people who are using it, that's not the generation of people who are using it now. You know, the the younger generation is always a great way to see where the trends are going because where they're putting their interest and where they're spending their time is probably where the rest of us are gonna be going in another, you know, six to 18 months. So it's, it's, really, it's really fascinating to see. And TikTok in a lot of ways has started to overthrow Instagram um, because more people are engaging on TikTok. And also like, the way kind of the life cycle of these platforms goes is that when they first start, you have a ton of organic reach because it's not saturated with ads yet. And then of course, as that platform matures, you get more ads, more ad saturation, and then your organic reach dips, um, pretty significantly. So they curve organic it. reach. Okay. Means- <laughs> yeah. Great question, Colleen. <laughs> so organic reach means the amount of people who are able to see your content and who are shown your content without paying for it. So, That's, organic reach is free, free reach. Organic reach is great. So for instance, your organic reach right now is better on TikTok than it is on Instagram because Instagram is a more mature
0: platform with a better established ads platform as well. But the cool thing too is if you make a reel for TikTok, it's so easy to upload it and use it in Instagram as well. So it's not like you're creating all different types of content for just one platform. Yeah, short
1: form video has really taken over all of these platforms because they're all trying to keep up with TikTok um, because clearly short-form video is extremely engaging and it's designed to be engaging, but it's extremely engaging for us. And if you do film like a thirty-second video in TikTok, or even if you start out with Instagram Reels, but you haven't. Try TikTok yet? You can literally just download that video and then post it to the other platform because even though the specifications are like slightly different, I think Instagram's max time right now is like a minute, and TikTok's max time right now is like it was three minutes, and then maybe they bumped it to 10 minutes anyway. It's higher on TikTok, Um, but generally, the video requirements are extremely simple. And if you want to get started with it, literally just take your camera use it vertically, not horizontally, vertically. So you don't get the black lines and film yourself for 30 seconds, giving a tip or talking about a topic that you're passionate about. And, you know, especially if you are a stylist or, you know, even if you're any other type of tradesperson or any other type of business person, you probably have uh, a significant amount of knowledge that other people don't, you know, if you're a hairstylist, you have a ton of knowledge about, Hair that other people don't. And you see that every day when you're doing consultations and you're talking with your guests and they have questions for you. So it's like, you have a very good idea of kind of what the average person does and doesn't know just by having a lot of conversations with those people. And if you know, okay, you know, every time I'm quoting someone for a service, they ask me what's the difference between a partial and a full highlight that's a really great video to do. It's just like, just briefly explaining the difference between a partial highlight and a full highlight. It does not need to be super complex, you know? And you don't need to dance. I know everyone's like- You can. You (laughs) you can can dance if you like to dance. You can dance if you like to dance.
0: I want to talk about this briefly from an owner's perspective. Yes, So please. I can imagine, and I'm sure you've had this before, um, you have all these employees and you're telling them, like, let's get started, let's get on TikTok, you know, um, just do some reels or film something and post it. And a lot of times it's hard to get your staff motivated. The
1: fear gets in the, the way. The fear gets
0: in the way and it can be frustrating. And so I was just thinking um, one way that we were able to, to kind of, as I say, combat that, but kind of work work with that, is we created a social media challenge for our team. So this was a way we listed out, I think it was 30 or 50 really basic, easy topics that they could talk about. So they didn't have to think about it. And then each day we had a different reel, a different, so there were many different options. So some of them were talk about your favorite product, um, discuss the biggest hair myth. There were all these different, really cool, simple things to do. And the amount of engagement we got from our team when we made it more basic and simple for them was huge. And that way they got started, they got to see their, I don't know if it's called organic reach, but they got to see their reach just explode from such a small number to so like, so high. Their results were unbelievable. And that kept them motivated to keep going.
1: Yeah, like double, tripling the amount of engagement that they're getting. Like whenever I get a question from a hairstylist that's like, how do I get more followers? It's like, okay, well, first off, you probably need to post more, you know? It's like, if you wanna see better results on social, Posting more is is a big piece of how you can get there. Or
2: posting, period.
1: Posting, period. Exactly, exactly.
0: Hairstylists are perfectionists. Like, in many cases, I've seen so many hairstylists that are perfectionists, which is why it makes them, it's so difficult for them to just post something. It's like they want to make it perfect. I get it. I'm the same way. You know, you spend, it's like you'd rather just not post something than to post something not perfect. And it's figuring out that in this case, quantity over quality. It's like one of the only times, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like something that I think is really important to remember with social media is done is better than perfect every day of the week. It is better to be posting four times a week videos that are okay to good than posting once a month a video that's absolutely perfect. Because here's the thing, the way you get good at it is by doing it. Like nobody woke up one day and was like, TikTok fame is nobody wakes up one day and is, is a like, great
2: hairstylist is a you great hairstylist.
1: Nobody wakes up one day and is like a Olympic figure skater, you know, whatever yeah. it is, you have to practice and you have to suck at first, you know, it's like, yeah, you're, I
2: think that's, that's the catch right there. Yeah. Um, and I think people's um, fear of being judged, which is totally understandable, mm-hmm. um, you know, holds them back from posting. I think it's either um, your own insecurities, or your lack of knowledge and understanding about it. And if it's lack of knowledge and understanding, um, that's just not an excuse. There's so much material out there to help you learn how to do it, why it's important. Like we said, it's not going away. And it's an integral part of business today. It's, it's, it's really is how you're going to communicate with your guests. Um, But I think, you know, maybe we could talk a little bit more about the, um, the insecurity of putting yourself out there, something that's not perfect. Colleen, you know, What are your thoughts around that? How do you overcome it? Um, What are some of the best ways to go about doing it?
0: I think for myself, the number one thing was not gauging like how great a video was based on like how many likes you get. And I feel like so many people are like, if I don't get a whole bunch of likes, they're just devastated. And it's more thinking of like, I'm doing this for myself and I'm doing this for whoever is getting something out of it.
2: What what would you say to the people who are listening to this that are like, you know, I want to engage in social, I want to post more, but what's the point? I only have 60 followers.
1: The way you build and grow an audience is by putting yourself out there and is by creating something, you know? And the thing is too, it's like, even if you only have 60 people who are following you, those people can get benefit from it and you're also building that relationship. So for instance, say those 60 people who are following you, even let's say all of those 60 people are like friends, family, or people who are already like your guests or your clients, you know, you're still creating a stronger relationship with those 60 people who do follow you. You know, you are reminding them to come back and see you, you're keeping top of mind for them. You're still, you know, providing something good for those 60 people, even if it's like your friends and and your mom and uh, a few of your guests, you know, it's still creating something important and it's still creating a relationship. And if you are creating a relationship for those 60 people, more are gonna follow, you know, you have to put yourself out there, like no risk, no reward. Well, everybody starts with zero followers. Exactly. Exactly, and if you scroll far back, like if you see someone who has ten thousand followers, and you're like, "Oh my God, they're such an amazing hairstylist. I'll never be like them." If you scroll far enough back, or if you look in their archive, <laughs> I'm sure their photos or their videos or whatever when they first started probably don't look great, you know. And that's one thing that I, I have to explain pretty frequently to like people who are who are new to the industry because I do do like marketing education with our students at the school. It's like. Your photos are not going to look good to start. And if you have to take a hundred mediocre photos to start taking good photos, if you have to film 50 okay videos, it's worth it. And it's better to do it now. It's better to to start. You just have to start. It's better to do it now. It's better to start. Because here's the thing. That momentum builds and continues. Like it snowballs and your comfort snowballs and your confidence snowballs. Like the first... Five videos that you film, or like the first five things that you post, are probably gonna be the hardest. So, if you can actually get yourself to, you know, create one thing and hit post, that is a massive celebration because you have started a path for yourself that you're now able to continue on. And every single time you do it, it's gonna be a little bit easier. You just have to start and if, if you think about it from an owner's perspective say you have six stylists in your salon maybe that even includes you um that's six separate accounts that are generating content and promoting your business that's six that's more than just one you know say you have one you know you have an instagram account for your salon if you can get all of your stylists engaged and posting and tagging your salon you know one that also generates content for you to repost but that's just more you know these stylists are bringing their own business that's going to help grow their platform grow their chair grow their personal income and their business but that's also bringing new guests in and introducing them to your business so it's 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 really exponential if you're able to get each individual person on your team buy-in to start
2: you just gotta start yeah you gotta start somewhere and anything you do and anything you learn anything you're trying to get good at you have to start somewhere so, like you just said, just try. Be willing to fail. Um, be willing to uh, put in effort um, and and figure out what's going to work. You know, two points I want to make. Um, they've kind of come up throughout this conversation. Is I think a lot of people spend time on what is perfect and what good content is, and I think it's really important to understand we don't get to decide that. Mm-hmm. The market decides that. Yeah. The audience who you're trying to speak to decides what they like and what they don't like. And I think it's just more of an understanding to figure out what they want to see, how they want to see it, when they want to see it, how often they want to see it. Um, so don't overthink that. Just figure out what the market likes and you do only figure that out by trying You put content out there. Some will work, some won't work and figure out what sticks and just go with that. The second piece that I want to talk about growing audiences, um, and what that looks like is um, really, we talk about engagement, and I think a lot of times that we're talking about how we're engaging with our with our customer or consumer, and we have to remember that it's two-way. Social mm-hmm. is social, and it means that conversations go both ways. So really important to, um, when people are commenting on your posts, to respond to their comments, to engage with them, ask them questions, um, but even to go further when you're looking to grow your audience. is look at other people's comment uh content comment on it engage in it ask questions um you know if you're looking at a piece of content that's doing really well you like it and you see people are asking questions give them your two cents as a hairstylist Mm -hmm. if you have your own opinion if you think something looks great let them know that's amazing look great um but please you have to engage without engagement then it's just a really static um, social channel and nobody wants to really spend time with that and it definitely doesn't help you in the algorithm
0: this just reminds me so much. Um, one of our stylists, every time she got a new follower, she would reach out to them, send them a private message thanking them for following her and just letting them know it was her hair account. So letting them know, um, I would absolutely love to do your hair. Or even if you just have any questions for me, please reach out. And I think something so simple like that would help grow. Is that Catherine? That is Catherine.
2: Shout out to Catherine. Yes. Shout out to Catherine built built a clientele really through social yeah. moved and here from zero from zero yeah. moved here had no friends well had <laughs> a, so <laughs> had you know no what I mean friends. didn't know anyone <laughs> didn't know is anyone what I'm here. trying to say didn't yeah. know anyone here um, and really hustled on social to get people in her chair she did a great job I mean, she's a very successful very successful stylist um, sorry one other thing I wanted to go back to um, to speak to salon owners in particular um, you know I think that it gets very easy to, you know, stand from a perspective, which is, well, I don't have a marketing manager. I don't have a marketing team. This really isn't something that I have time for. Um, and, you know, I'll take this all the way back. You know, When we first opened up, we didn't have a marketing manager. We didn't have a lot of positions that we needed. Um, and you just have to find a way. Um, And again, it doesn't have to be overly complicated. It doesn't have to take hours. It can take minutes. Um, But we started off really simple, taking a picture of our stylist doing a blowout and then posting that to Facebook. And at the time, we just used to boost photos which boost. everyone oh my yeah, god you remember that oh and everyone god. would say do not be, boost this is gonna the be a worst. whole separate episode yeah.
1: of me talking about like the various sins of boosted posts for sure, that i've for seen sure. so, <laughs> so don't boost yeah don't <laughs>
2: boost <laughs> no, but, but I mean, that's all we knew you know
1: what not that boosting is bad but it's, it's a different li- conversation. listen <laughs>
2: it's what we knew and and yeah. like we said you got to start somewhere um and then i went out i had the opportunity to go to 4d spent some time with gary vaynerchuk shout out to gary vaynerchuk can't wait to have you on the podcast we love gary yeah um but very specifically he said to me you know there's four roles that you really need in your business you need a ceo a COO, a cfo and a cmo and that marketing person was key and i had said you know gary i i don't have the money to do this there's no way and he quite simply said figure it out if you need to make less money make less money if you need to borrow money to hire somebody on borrow money without it it is going to take you a long time to where you want to get to and we came back and it must have been maybe about six weeks after that meeting that I had where we brought Naomi on and we just started, Absolutely, just figured it out.
0: And if you want big things to happen in your business, you got to take chances.
2: Yeah. Calculated chances, right? Responsible chances. (laughs) Um, But nonetheless, there, there's definitely some risk that comes into play and I think that's just part of being an entrepreneur.
1: And before you even get there, like look around at the people in your business, you know, do you have somebody at your front desk who has a little bit of extra time? Exactly. Get them to shoot a video of a new product. Do you, do you yourself have the capacity to spend, you know, two minutes filming a video, like sharing like a specific hair tip or a specific tidbit of knowledge that you have, or even like telling a little bit of the story of your business. Like, you know, I've been a hairstylist for 15 years and I just opened my own salon. And this has been a dream for me since I was in hair school. Like you know, share your story and look around at your business and see, like, do you have a stylist who does really well on social? Maybe you can incentivize them to start making content specifically for your branded channel. Do you have a
2: guest? Do you have a guest that sits in your chair that can help you out with it?
1: Exactly. Um,
2: I think that there's opportunity everywhere. And at the end of the day, if people know that you genuinely care about them, the people are willing to help. You just got to ask.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, social media is, at its core, it's a tool to gain attention and attention is a major resource right now. And it's something that if you aren't making the most of it, someone else will be.
2: Absolutely. One more thing I'm going to speak to. I have to speak to it is, again, the time frame. And I think that people um, believe that it takes a lot of time. And at the end of the day, I think if anything is worthwhile, you have to put time into it. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. If it does take you a lot of time, you've got to figure that out. I'm sure there's time in everyone's day where you're just spending time on social scrolling that you can be using that time to contribute to your business, so.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, if you have five minutes, start with that five minutes.
2: That's it. Yeah, i will do it. Thank you
0: so much for listening. Make sure you share this episode with your team and subscribe to become part of the Hairblazer community.